0: And child Thank you for joining Revelation Church Sermon. Today, Pastor Mike will continue the series through First Samuel, transition to the King. This message is entitled The Glory Returns. It is taken from First Samuel chapter 6. Save you also. amen amen Amen. so we in uh first samuel uh chapter six and thank the lord you've read through it all and uh won't be before you long but i'd like to talk to you a little while about uh the title of this lesson is the glory returns the glory returns uh i remember uh, if you remember in uh i believe it's in the third chapter fourth chapter uh, when I think the fourth chapter, when the ark was taken, right. and when the ark was taken, and how that the messenger came and gave the news to uh, Eli, and how that when Eli heard that the ark was taken, he fell over backwards and uh, he died, uh, and also <clears throat> when uh, his son. Uh, I believe it's Phineas, his wife, how she was, uh, uh, heard the news and she went into uh, labor. And uh, when she heard that the uh, uh, ark was taken, it says that uh, she went into labor, but she, we see that she finally died in labor, but before she died, she named her son Ichabod. And it showed us how that the glory had departed from Israel. The glory had departed from Israel. So uh, in chapter 5, we see uh, the, the ark, as Josh preached to us on last week, how that it was in uh, several cities. And we see the punishment that was dealt to those cities uh, that it was in. I believe it first went to Ashdod, then to Gaza, and then to Ekron. And uh, as we read the text, it seems that it made it around to all the cities, amen, but it specifies those cities. But in this sixth chapter, we see that the glory returns. Where? It returns back to Israel. Uh, It returns back to his home. It returns back to his place. And... One thing that uh, i like for us to see here is that wherever the glory is or wherever the power, we're going to see the power of God's glory, but wherever God's glory is, it makes great impact. Uh, When when God's glory shows up, it changes things. He changes things, amen, by his glory. It doesn't just remain the same. I know... uh, we lived through this weekend you remember when it got to i think it was tuesday and wednesday that sun made great impact didn't it uh, we were swimming along and the weather was pretty good but when you went out there in in the, that noonday sun it made impact on your life ain't that right you started making changes because of what the sun was telling you I remember I got in the car and I touched the steering wheel and it was too hot to handle. And I'm I'm driving and trying not to get burnt by the the steering wheel because of the sun bearing down on it. It made great impact in all of our lives. Anything that it touched, it was making great impact. You might not be able to even see some of the impact that it was making. Amen. Because the sun has a way of uh, uh, drying things out. And uh, especially if you got some lawn furniture, and if you don't water your yard, get a sun two days, it'll have it dry, amen, turning and ready to turn brown. But the point I was trying to bring forth, it made great impact. And sometimes if you're playing some type of a sport or some type of a game, sometimes there will be a player that'll come into the game, and when he comes into the game, because of how he plays and... Maybe because of the expertise that he plays with, he'll make great impact upon that game. And sometimes, if you're a cook also, you know, you might be eating eating food from somebody that calls themselves a cook, but, uh, you know what I mean? But you ain't tasting nothing different, but when a good cook comes on the scene and they mix it all together just right, and pretty soon, I know Brother Donnie know what that is. He said, woo, this is some good food. It makes what? It makes great impact because, amen, of uh, who made it and how it was made. Uh, We'd like to talk to you today about the impact that the ark, or uh, that the glory of God made wherever it went. Amen. And this one thing that we really have to look very carefully at, amen, God, uh, uh, God does not come in to a place, and even in your life, God does not come in without changing things. Amen. I know a lot of people uh, view salvation as some kind of a a, a sterile transaction. Here, you say you love me. Here, I give you salvation, and you go back, do whatever you want to do. That's not the salvation that the Lord talks about, because the Bible lets us know that if you're saved, it's just like being born again. Amen. Uh, Old things are passed away. The Bible said all things become what? New. Amen, when Jesus comes into your life, he makes great impact. Amen, he changes situations. Amen, he changes, amen, things that are in your life. He causes things that should not be there to be taken away. And he causes things that are not there to be given or be put into your life. When when the Lord comes into the life of anybody, he makes a great impact. Amen. He begins to rearrange some things, amen, that needs rearranging. Amen. He begins to cause you to think in certain ways that you never thought that way before. But the Lord makes great impact in our life. We can see. As you go down through the Gospels, how that when Jesus came into any place, he was going to make great impact in that place. People are going to know that he has been there by what he does. And so, likewise, what we see here, amen, in this particular passage of scripture, amen, the glory returns, I said, because it's going to be on his way back to Israel. And I'd like to make three points and we'll be done. And the first point is God's glory makes an impact. The Philistines had fought many battles with Israel, and seven months ago, from the last uh, chapter, seven months, we read that the ark was in uh, Philistia. Seven months ago, they were victorious over Israel's army. You remember last week they uh, or two weeks ago they fought that battle. In chapter 4, and how uh, that they became victorious over Israel's army. They had captured the ark even after a great shout arose in the camp of the Israelites. You remember when Hophni and Phinehas came bearing the ark, bringing it into the camp, amen? And a great cry went up, and the Philistines got afraid, became afraid. But God didn't want them to be afraid. But it's, it's funny to know that, amen, that God, uh, you could think you have the Lord and he'll be gone from you. Mm-hmm, amen. Right. You can think that the Lord is on your side, but you'll find out that the Lord's not on your side. Amen. They were carrying the ark into the, uh, into the, uh, the camp. Yes. Amen. A great shout went up, but they found out that God was not with them. You remember what happened to samson after samson told about uh uh uh, uh, where his power came from after he divulged that power uh, uh, uh or that secret to delilah and so forth you remember when he woke up and then he uh shook himself like he used to shake himself and he found out what the power was gone Ain't that bad to be in a place and the power gone? It's like walking into a room and you can't see nothing. Hit the switch and nothing happens. Amen. You can't find nothing. And likewise, amen, sometimes you can feel that God is with you, but because of your prior actions and because of your prior neglect and because of your prior life, amen, because you haven't been thinking about him, amen, he's going to let you know the power is gone right now amen you cannot access like you used to access. amen and this is what happened uh, with the Israelites. they come bringing the Ark of God amen and they knew there was the very presence of God but let you but I, I, I want you to know that even though you bring his very presence in amen, if you're not right, amen his presence don't have to work for you. Amen. Uh, uh, God does not have to move at your behest. He moves the way that he wants to move. Amen. So it behooves us to put our trust in the Lord. Amen. To live a life that's uh, 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 what I'm trying to say, because I know that uh, uh, he works Amen. his plan according to his own workings. Amen. But we want to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. Amen. Uh, We don't want to live a life where we're getting chastised by the Lord all the time. Amen. We want to work in such a way that when uh, we know that the Lord is with you, we know that the Lord is with us. We want to have confidence uh, uh, that God is with us. We don't want to be caught ashamed. And that's what happened to the children of Israel. They were caught ashamed. Amen. The cry went up. The shout went up. Amen. But they did not have the power to get the victory. Amen. Amen. They felt that their victory was the, uh, in the, the Philistines. They felt their victory was assured but they didn't know the battle had just begun. Amen. God's glory first attacked the God of the Philistines. So they thought the, they figured we have defeated Israel. It's all done. We, we, we've got amen the ark of the covenant they're done with we we finished the battle and now amen the Israelites are going to have to bow down to us but they didn't understand that the battle had just begun amen Amen. they captured the ark and they thought they had power over the ark but they didn't understand amen that God was the one that was orchestrating the battle God's glory first attacked the God of the Philistines by bringing that fish God to the ground (laughs) and breaking it into pieces. The attack left the temple and flowed into the city of Ashdod. They were terrified and afflicted with tumors. The Philistines uh, held a council and sent the glory to Gath. The glory's impact was soon felt in Gath, as it was in Ashdod. The hand of the Lord was against the city, causing a great panic. And he afflicted the men of the city, both young and old, uh, with tumors broke out on them. So they sent the glory to Ekron. And as soon as the ark comes into the city, they cry out to stay away. But it was too late. Judgment had come to town. Isn't it something when you try uh, to stop the effects of something, but it's too late? Amen. It's already uh, in motion. And judgment had come to town in Ekron. and They wanted to send it away. And we see how that the people died there. And the Bible says they were struck with tumors. And the cry of the city went up to heaven. Wherever the glory went, judgment followed. Even when it rested uh, by the stone at Beth Shemesh, God struck 70 men, because they looked into the ark and did not properly honor God. Judgment on the Philistines, uh, judgment on the Philistines to their five great cities and their surrounding cities, not only Where they plagued, excuse me, with tumors, but mice ravaged the land. Where God's glory is revealed, it always makes an impact. And we see wherever the glory went, amen, in this narrative, it made an impact in that place. First going to Ashdod, God's judgment was there. And then going, amen, to Gath, God's judgment was there. And we see it going to Ekron. And they try to hold it off. No, don't send it here. You know, that news had obviously obviously got there, amen, before the ark got there. When they say news travels fast, especially bad news, it travels fast. Amen. And as, amen, they're they're rolling it around to Ekron. I don't know what it was going to do from taking them city to city but one thing it was doing it was letting them know who was judging them amen we done took out we done took out Amen. man dagon amen we done took out ashdod amen we've come to gaza and we took it out and gaza said well we need to get this out of here amen. and we coming here to amen ekron and ekron said please don't send it this way but it was too late the tumors came, people died, uh, the land was ravished by mice. And Jeff lets us know that it wasn't just no simple mice. And the commentary said these are big black mice which carry bubonic plague, and which possibly was the plague that was in that place. We can't nail it down because we're not in that time, but we do know, amen, through history, amen, that mice Or that rats carry the bubonic plague. Amen. And don't you know that God has control over everything? And sometimes, amen, when God was judging, amen, even Israel, amen, he would call up the grasshoppers. Amen. He would call them up and he would call them to ravage the land. Why? Because the people have been sinning. Amen. Amen. So God has power over all his creation. Amen. He knows how to concentrate judgment in any place he wants to concentrate it in. Amen. And what happens? You can't do nothing about it. The Bible lets you know because God, amen, his glory, God will work and nobody can stop him. His glory is all powerful. Amen. It has nobody, amen, that can come in and say, you can't do this. He used everything at his disposal. Amen, he'll use the thunder, he'll use the lightning. Amen, he'll use animals, he'll use anything that he wants to. You remember, amen, God decided to use, a man, a donkey to talk to somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord, I can call, listen here, a uh, donkey don't naturally talk, and in this day and time, if that donkey had to talk, they would have captured him and tried to, uh, to raffle him off or something on YouTube somewhere. A talking donkey, amen. They would have had it on video, amen. We're going to make some money off of this. Rather than being scared of God, amen, they're going to try to merchandise God. That's how we are this day. But the glory ain't going to let you do that. The glory ain't going to let you do that, amen. Why? Because the glory is all powerful, amen. God can humble you. He can humble a nation. He can humble a people anytime he gets ready. And we see the glory is working here. It's having great impact. Amen. In, amen, these cities of Philistia. God's glory was revealed to Isaiah one time and caused him to come apart at the seams. Amen. He says, I'm undone. Amen. And I know they translate that several places, but one commentator said it meant that he was coming apart at the seams. Amen. He couldn't take the glory. Amen. Now listen here. I know a lot of people walk around talking about how that they were in the glory of God. How that it fell on them. And they still walking around like they just normally walk around. If the glory fall on you and you still act in the same way, I'm going to let you know that that was just some smoke. That was any kind. of Yeah, somebody was barbecuing. Somebody was barbecuing and you got a little barbecue on you. Because when the glory comes, you're going to know it's there. Amen. You're going to come apart at the seams some kind of way. Amen. You're going to let people know, amen, that there's something different about what's happening right here. Amen. When they were in the wilderness and when that glory would come uh, over that tabernacle, the people would be still. And they would bow down. Why? Because that's not like any cloud. Amen. That's not like any cloud you find out here. That's the glory of God and the glory of God will make great impact wherever it is at. Amen. amen. We see, amen, God's glory was revealed to John in the book of Revelation. and what happened? It made him fall down like a dead man. And God's glory showed up where? In the fiery furnace, didn't he? He showed up in the fiery furnace, Daniel 3, 24 through 30. What it say here? It said, Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counsels, counselors, Did we cast three men bound into the fire? <clears throat> they answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men, unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth Is like a son of the God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the door of the burning fiery furnace. He declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors and the kings, counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed. Their cloaks were not hard. And no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him, and set aside the king's command. You see what he did? God set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God. So what did he do? Therefore, I make a decree. Any people, nations, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn from limb to limb, and their houses laid in ruin. For there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Then the, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. God's glory will make undeniable impact. Amen. And we see that, amen, from these uh, examples that I've just given. Amen. God's glory is going to come in, amen, and make an impact that no man or no person could deny. And we see that Nebuchadnezzar could not deny what was going on. It said, nobody can deliver like this. Amen. Put them in a fire that was uh, uh, hotter, seven times hotter than it was supposed to be. Even the people that threw them in, they were killed. Amen. So what happens here? Amen. They're in this fiery furnace, but the glory of God shows up. Amen. That, That fire was so hot. Amen. The people throwing them in could not take it. Amen, sometimes you can get fire so so hot and bright you cannot look at it with your own eyes. Amen, but listen here, there was a great greater glory that came in. Amen, it was in the form of the Son of God came into the, say listen here, we only threw three in, but the glory came up in there. Praise the Lord, you weren't expecting him. The glory how to, knows how to go through walls. Praise the Lord. The glory, amen, knows how, amen, to get in a fire and bring the temperature down. Yeah. No, he didn't bring the temperature down. Amen, it made them withstand the temperature. Yeah. Amen, listen here. Listen here. The, 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 the temperature was hot enough to burn the ropes off. Yeah. Amen. But not hot enough to burn the people, amen. Yeah. Why? Because God knows how to divide where he wants to divide. Praise the Lord. God knows how to bring plague and storm, amen, and not have you affected by it. Just ask the children of Israel, amen, when all of those plagues came on Egypt, amen, if you roll, if you rolled into the land of Goshen, amen, wasn't nothing going on over there, was it? Because God knows how to divide his people. He knows how to hide his people. When the glory shows up, he makes an impact. And that impact is undeniable. Why? Because of who he is. Praise the Lord. I'm going to slow down. I'm getting a little excited. Not that I don't want to keep on going, but uh, the body ain't feeling the best, amen. But uh, pray for me, all right? But the glory makes an impact. Praise the Lord. The second point is God's glory will reveal your sin. God's glory will reveal your sin. The Philistines want to send the ark back to its own place. The priests and the diviners told the people that they need to send it back with a guilt offering. They need to admit their sin against God's glory so they can be healed. They say, hey, something's happening here. You know what I mean? We must have done something wrong against this God. Uh, He already done took Dagon down and now he's taking us down. Amen. Uh, Something we did must have been wrong. We have offended this God. And in order for us to be healed, uh, we need to uh, send it back where it came from. We need to also just not send it back, but we need a guilt offering because we have wronged, amen, this God. They sing they sensed their guilt was costly, so they want to send an offering that is just as costly. So they send five golden tumors that resembled what they were plagued with, and five mice that also plagued the cities. They counseled them, uh, the, the diviners and the priests say, listen here, don't harden your hearts. You know how somebody can do something to you? And because of your pride, yeah. you still don't wanna let them go you still want to try to continue to cause them harm. And the more you hold on to that, the worse it gets for you. That's what happened to the Egyptians. So the diviners called and said, listen here, don't do like the Egyptians did. Don't do like the Egyptians did. It caused them harm. They said, don't harden your hearts as the Egyptians did, or or your punishment could be greater. God's glory will reveal our sinfulness and unworthiness. He did that to the Philistines. We have offended this God. It revealed to them, you, listen here, uh, you will not offend me and still go on about your business. Amen, I'm God. Isaiah 6, 3 and 5 also shows us this uh, uh, with Isaiah. And it says here, And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. He said, my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So as Isaiah was uh, in this vision and he saw the Lord high and lifted up, he uh, understood that this God is a holy God even from the vision it said holy holy we, we call it the thrice holy god amen he's magnified to his ultimate holiness amen he lets you know that there's none like him and like i told you before he saw his sinfulness he says i'm undone i'm a man of unclean lips and i'm dwelling amongst the people of unclean lips how do i know this because my eyes have seen the king my eyes have con- it came in contact with pure holiness, amen, and because I've come in contact with it, I can see, amen, that I've got problems, amen. I can see the sin on me that I couldn't see before, amen. You ever go, amen, into your house and you pick out some clothes to wear, you know you're in your room, amen, and the light ain't too good there, and you, you put those clothes on, you know what I mean, and, and then you walk out the door into the sunlight, And you all of a sudden look down and you see everything that you couldn't see inside that room. Ain't that right? Why? Because the light shines on it. Amen. It lets you see spots. And and if you care about how you look, what you do, you turn around. And you go back into your closet and then you pick something else out. But before you put it on, what you do? You go back to the light. You go to some good light so that you can make sure that there's no spots on this clothing. Ain't that right? Amen. See, that's what the, that's what the, uh, what what God does. That's what the glory does. Amen. It reveals your sin. We have a God, amen, that dwells in unapproachable light. You just can't walk in on God and not be affected. Amen. That's why I say a lot of people said I was in the glory on that day. Listen here. If you were in the glory, you saw a bunch of sin. And the only thing that you're going to do is find somebody's altar to get down on. Amen. So the first thing you do is say, Lord, forgive me. Because it reveals to us our sinfulness, as it revealed to Isaiah. Isaiah wasn't sitting around. Hey Amen. Uh, he wasn't your average adulterer and liar and stealer and all that. Isaiah, hey Amen. He was a man that followed after the Lord. Hey Amen. He's not. He, Isaiah's not sitting around looking. Hey Amen. I'm a vile man. I'm an evil man. I need salvation. So the glory comes and I can see my sin. No, no, no. That Isaiah is a man. A man that seeks after God. Amen. But I'm, try- I'm trying to show you the holiness of God. Right. Amen. The purity of God. Yeah. Amen. It's far above anything that we know. Amen. Amen. Listen here. We can go around here boasting to ourselves about one another. I'm holier than that person. I'm holier than that person. I do more than that person. I do more. Listen here. None of that matters. Yeah. Because you've got the wrong, you've got the wrong measuring rod. Amen. we trying to measure ourselves against one another. Amen. And walk away with some pride like I'm better than that person. You, you got the wrong measuring rod. Amen. You need to look up. Just like David said, I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. That's a different measuring rod up there. Amen, that's a different, amen, that's a different intensity of light that's up there. Amen, and when you come in contact with that glory, you will see your sin. You will. It uncovers you. So that's why it's good, amen, to expose yourself to that light. So when you expose yourself to that light, amen, you know what to clean up, ain't that right? Amen. You know that I gotta put a little more uh, uh, cleaning solution in this area right here. Amen. I need a little more of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On this area right here. Amen. This malice. Amen. Is just running all out on me. Amen. Amen. It's staining my garments. Amen. Amen. This 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 uh, uh, this this selfishness. Amen. They can see it a mile away. Amen. I need the Holy Ghost spread on here because I need to get rid of this stuff. People see it on me, and I'm running around here acting like it ain't on me. Why? Because I won't expose myself to the light. When you expose yourself to the glory of God, you'll see, amen, the sin in your life. Amen. And hopefully it will drive you, amen, to repentance. Praise the Lord. Expose yourself to the light. Amen. Because if you don't expose yourself to the light, amen, your life will be in a constant sin because you don't see, amen, the spots, amen, in your, in your life, amen. Praise the Lord. That's what the glory does. And that's what Isaiah said. He said, therefore, I mean, Isaiah said, therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Amen. That's a special kind of repentance when you despise yourself. Because some some folks got repentance where you know I'm a little wrong, but I'm gonna in my repentance. I'm gonna blame my wrong on somebody else. That ain't the kind. That ain't the kind of person that has been exposed to the light. Because one that exposed to the light say they don't look at nobody else. Say, man, I'm a man of unclean lips. Amen. I'm in bad shape. You look at yourself. Amen. And you know if you a man of unclean lips, all these folks around you I got unclean lips too. Ain't that right? Praise the Lord. He said, I despise myself and I do what I repent in dust and ashes. Not, excuse me. I went to Job on you. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. But I will go to Job since i pulled supposed to go to Job 42, 5, and 6. This is what Job said. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But now my eye sees you. Therefore, I, what, despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Job said, I heard about you. I heard about all the things that you've done. I experienced some things that you've done. I heard about you by the hearing of the ear. But I've gone through this trial, amen, and I, even I had to ask questions about you, he said, uh, you know, God, why, why are you leaving me here? And, uh, I ain't done nothing wrong. And, and, you know, so many were the questions of Job till God got tired of the questions and said, since you got questions, I got some too. And he said, listen, then, Job, where were you when I did all this stuff? I ain't got time to go down, to, I believe, 60-some-odd questions. Amen. But, Job, where were you when I was doing all this stuff? Amen. I didn't even, I didn't even uh, uh, counsel with you. When I was making the world. But now all of a sudden. You know more than I do. Amen. He just gave him all of these questions. But what happened? Job said man. uh, Please stop. When the glory come down on you. And it come down on your heart. You say Lord please have mercy. Have mercy on me. Because I can't stand no more. Amen. You You showing me too much right now. Amen. I need some relief. I need some help. So the Lord backed off of him. And all he could do after the Lord backed off, all he could do was repent in dust and ashes. Amen, listen here. All of those men that were coming to him say you sin and so on and so forth. He said, listen here, you can't charge me with anything. So, but the one man that can charge me is God. Amen, listen here. He can charge you with all kind of things. Amen, God know your very thoughts, amen. He know the motivation of your heart. Hey, man, you forgot to add that in. Hey, man, that's why he told you in the Sermon on the Mount. Hey, man, all you worried about is committing adultery. Hey, man, but you've been thinking it in your heart all along. He said, that's sin too. He's trying to know, listen here, you think you're righteous. Hey, man, but you need God's help because the only righteousness that the glory accepts is a like righteousness. Hey, man, that's only equal with him. That's why I need God. That's why you need God. That's why you need him in your life because you cannot approach the glory without him. Praise the Lord. Where where does pride pride, uh, rest uh, in, in, in the midst of the glory? Pride is done away with. Amen, you can walk in proud, but you coming out on your knees. Praise the Lord. Walk all your head up in the air, but you coming back on your knees. Amen, Amen. it ain't going to even be, listen here, you ain't going to get two steps into the glory. You ain't going to even get into the glory. He told Moses, holy Moses, pull your shoes off. The feet you on is holy ground. You're going to be walking to the glory. And you're going to find out, man, this pride got to go. I can't go in there like this. Praise the Lord. Come on, church. You say, well, the glory ain't around. The glory is everywhere. Amen. It'll show up on you when you least expect it. While you in your mess, the glory will show up and say who you think you are. Why you think you can act that way? Yeah. And can't nobody else act that way? Yeah. Amen. You, you, prof- you, you profess to be a child of God? Yeah. Amen. But your actions is like Satan. And sometimes he just show up in your mind right. and say you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. How you think about that person? Yeah. What you about to ready to say to that person? Yeah. Yeah. What you about ready to do to that person? Yeah. Yeah. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Amen. And if you and if, if you at all understand who's talking to you, amen, you're going to say, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, forgive me of what I'm about to do. You know what Paul tried to do? Paul, Paul said, listen here, Lord, I got this thorn in the flesh. It's bugging me. Amen. Lord, will you please relieve me of this thorn? But the Lord, he asked the Lord three times. Amen. Sometimes they say, well, three times ought to be the lucky time. You know what I mean? Third time, it ought to be gone. Amen. But the Lord said, listen here, I'm going to leave you there. I'm going to leave that thorn right there. Why? Because you have this propensity of being lifted up. Why? Because I have given you so much insight, so many many gifts and so on and so forth. I don't want you to be lifted up above that which you are. Amen. So what does Paul say? He don't say, No, Lord, no, I I can't be happy. You got to. No, Paul said, I'd rather be weak. I'd rather be weak. Why? Because the glory has shown up and told me my faults. Amen. I'd rather be weak that the power of God might rest on me. Praise the Lord. The glory don't show up so that you can show out. The glory shows up so that you can show other people who he is. Yes, yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You think you hiding from God. The darkest night is like light to him. Amen. Listen here. God sees everything you do. Amen. What the Bible said. He knows your thoughts are far off. Even before they get to you. He already know what you're going to say. What you're going to think. How you're going to act. Amen. Where you going to go. Amen. The Lord is already there. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise y'all, y'all, we, we, we be fooling around with the glory too much. Yeah. We be fooling around with the glory too much. He be shining on us. He be showing us our faults. Amen. But because of this evil heart, we don't want to repent. Amen. Don't let him draw a little closer and a little closer and a little closer. Amen. Because you don't want that judgment. You don't want that judgment. Amen. Listen here. Listen here. God, amen, knows how to chastise those that are his. Amen. He knows the level of chastisement you need. But listen here. Be like Paul. And say, I'd rather be weak, then Lord, leave that on me. That's right. Praise, the Praise the Lord, leave that on me, Amen. So that, Amen, the power of God can rest on me. Amen. What did Moses say uh, in Exodus? He said, "I will turn aside to see this great sight, while the bush is not burned." And <clears throat> when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, what did say? and he said here I am yeah. then he said do not come near uh-huh. That's right. take your sandals off yeah. take them off your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground yeah. Moses you, you're lucky you ain't there yet yeah. I allowed you to get this far yeah. Yeah. you didn't even know you were on holy ground yeah. I had to tell you yeah. Yeah. you hear what I'm saying saints yeah. Yeah. sometimes you're dealing with stuff and you don't even know that you're on holy ground. Yeah. What, did, what, what, what did, uh, I know we're going to get later on in the book. What did David say about Saul? He said, listen here, I ain't touching that man. Uh-uh. They told him to kill him. They said, I ain't touching him. He said, I ain't going to do no harm to God's anointing. If anybody going to touch him, it's going to be God. Yeah. Hey, man, listen here, though. The, his, his, his servants on the side, they thought they were doing good. But David said, no, no, I can't do that. Y'all might feel like you can do it, amen. But I've been talking to the glory, amen. The glory been with me at several times. In my experience, I've seen the power of God, amen. And if I see, if God anoints somebody, I'm gonna let God take him down. Praise the Lord. Watch who you talk about. You don't know if you're on holy ground or not. Praise the Lord. You don't know if that's a God's person or not. Ain't that right? So you got to watch yourself. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes God will let you know just like he let Moses know. Where you at right now, Moses, is holy ground. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you get there. Amen. But listen here now, pull the shoes off. For the ground that you on is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of the, your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses did what? Hid his face. Yeah. For he was afraid to look at God. You understand that? When my daddy was getting on me, the last thing I was doing was looking in his eyes. Because I knew he was angry. And I knew judgment judgment was soon to commence. Amen. But show them respect for who he is. Amen. And, 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 and with, with, with the Lord, amen, and as he's revealing this to Moses he, and Moses is getting who this is because he says he, he looked at that, 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 that burning bush. He said, I'm going to turn aside and see this site. He didn't, know who, he didn't know what was up there on that mountain, but he went up there anyway, didn't he? And then he found out who was on the mountain, who was on the mountain, let him know who he was. And when he found out who he was, amen, we see all the respect in the world. We see that I am in the face of glory. Amen, I can't act the same way I used to be acting. So what I'm saying to you, the glory will reveal your sinfulness, saints. And I say, uh, yeah, get into the glory. But don't think the glory is with you and you're still walking around proud. Your head is up. Amen, you better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. The glory, amen, is a, a, a glory of humility. Yes. It brings humility in the life of the believer. Amen, because when you're repenting, if you're really repenting, amen, ain't no, ain't no pride in that. Right. Amen, you put God first amen. and nobody else first. Pray the Praise the Lord. I'm trying to finish, Saints. I could almost, you you, you lucky I ain't 10 years younger. Boy, i would be all over this I still be on point number one. Now I'm at point number three. Amen. (laughs) We see that. God's glory called the Philistines to seek a way to send the ark back to Israel. Uh, The the point is that God's, God's glory elicits a response. That's the point. God's glory will elicit a response. And what happens here? God's glory caused the Philistines to seek out a way to send the ark back to Israel. It caused them to send a guilt offering along with the ark. And it also caused them to give glory to God. You see verse 5? It says, so you must make images of your tumors and images of the mice that ravage the land and give glory to the, and do what? and give glory to the God of Israel. Yeah. He's telling them these are the, the uh, diviners and the priests. Amen. Uh, uh, they're telling the, the, the Philistines, listen here, you send this guilt offering and then what I want you to do I want you to give glory to God. Amen. To the God of Israel give him glory. Amen. The scripture come it tells you that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess him to be Lord to what? The glory of God. Amen. He said listen here they, listen to th- those people, amen, that that, that that come to God, amen, or, or they coming to the, the great white throne judgment, amen, there's no hope for salvation for them. But you know what? They're going to give glory to God. Everybody's going to bow. Even if you're not on your way to heaven, you're going to bow. You have to give glory to God. These Philistines ain't right. Amen. But listen here, if you want a little uh, uh, if you want a little uh, uh, relief from this problem you got, you better give glory to God because he's the one that's inflicting this stuff on you Say, give glory to God. Let us examine this response. God showed he was more powerful than Dagon. So instead of getting rid of Dagon, they would rather have the glory to leave. And that's how it is now. You remember when Jesus went into the the coast of the Gadarenes? He told those demons to get off, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Legion, thank you. And he sent those demons into the pigs and pigs into the water. And then the people run out and tell Jesus, get out of here. Can you see what I'm saying? People, people want God's blessings. People, amen, want God to help them, but they don't want God. They don't want God. They would rather have the glory to leave, even though the glory shows that it's more powerful than anything else you've ever been in contact with. Legion was running around here and you guys could not do nothing to him. He was terrorizing the community. The glory shows up in the community. Amen. Brings demon um, brings a legion under control. Not only brings him under control, sends them into the pigs, which shouldn't have been hanging around anyway. Amen. Run them into the water. Amen. Thereby, amen, not allowing them to get on anybody else. Amen. And now we see all of that power and we still want to get rid of the glory of God. We don't want to have nothing to do with Him. Get out of our coast. Amen. And here, and and what does uh, the man that uh, with with all them things, what do you want to do? I want to go with you. I want to go with you. He had the right response. Ain't that right? They sending you out, I'm going to. He had the right response. Ain't that right? Amen. Nobody else had that response but him. Why the glory showed up in his life. Amen. He knew what deliverance was. Amen. He knew what the power of God was. Amen. That man was being torn for days and uh, years. Amen. He knew. Amen. I'm a changed man. He knew the glory had an impact in his life amen the glory showed him his sin and got rid of his sin now amen i don't want the glory to leave me amen i want to leave with the glory amen i don't want the glory to depart from me amen i want to stick by the glory i want to draw closer to the glory the bible says, draw nigh to god he'll draw nigh to you but some people want god's blessing but they don't want god They send a guilt offering, so they might be healed. Amen. They worried about physical healing, but make no inquiries about their spiritual condition. Woo. Praise the Lord. Oh. Amen. I want to. I, 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 listen here. Uh, 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 m- m- my leg is jacked up, and Lord, I need you to touch it. Uh, Lord, I need you to listen here. I, I, I know your leg jacked up, man, but that heart is more jacked up than that leg is. Woo. But we ain't worried about the inside, man. Amen. Even when Samuel, who was a holy man, when he walked into, uh, 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 to, uh, what's, the, what's the name's house? Uh, 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 David's dad's house, Jesse. He walks in the house, amen, and he's looking at all the big tall men and say, this must be the one. This got to be the one I pulled to anoint. Amen. But the Lord said, no, 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 no. He said, you don't look, uh, you don't see things like God sees things. He said, God don't look on the outward appearance. Yeah. Amen. God looks at the heart. Yeah. That's how he judges stuff. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So we can be doing good deeds with a jacked up heart. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And we should be asking Lord, listen here, Lord. I know I'm doing good deeds, but I can see the glory done shown that my heart is jacked up. Yeah. My motivations were wrong. Amen. What I wanted to do was not what you wanted to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, church. Come on, saints. Amen. All you care about is this physical stuff. What you got on, what you eating, and what you wearing. Amen. How strong you are. How beautiful you look. Listen here, Saul Saul was walking around taller than anybody in Israel. Amen. He said he was shoulders above everybody and looked better than everybody. And praise the Lord. Amen. But that that was the children of Israel's choice. That was their choice. And God said, I'm going to let you have that choice. And I'm, I'm going to even anoint that choice. But that's your choice. And when he falls, you're going to fall. Praise the Lord. But I got a choice in the house of Jesse. Amen. Amen. He don't look like Saul. He might be a little bit smaller than Saul. Amen. He's a little ruddy. Amen. But listen. Amen. But uh, listen. here. He looked good too. But he don't look as tall and big. He, he wasn't walking around here like a king. He wasn't walking around like a king. But he had the heart of a king. He had the heart of the king of kings. He said David is a man after my old heart. Praise the Lord. Come on saints. All we thinking about is physical stuff. Praise the Lord. We want to be seen looking like we're holy. Acting holy. Is your heart right? That song said, is is thy heart right with God? Washed in the crimson flood. Cleansed and made holy. Humble and lowly. What? Right in the sight of God. I got to finish up, saints. I got to finish up. Listen here, this last point. They will give glory to God, but do not want to worship him. They will give him glory, but don't want to worship him. What, what was that woman at the well? <laughs> Come see a man, told me everything ever I'd done. It's not this, the Christ. Praise the Lord. Is not this the Christ? Praise the Lord. She said, listen here, she, she was given all kind of excuses. She was telling him, listen here, you worship here and they worship here. But what but, 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 but Jesus said, listen here, the true worshipers of God are they that worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. Listen here. They that worship. Listen here, you can give glory to God all you want you can attest to his power. You can attest to who he is but not have correct worship. Praise the Lord. Amen. You got your mouth lifting up God but your life is walking with the devil. Your mouth lifting up God amen but your your life love this world. It said love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. All that is in the world. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye. And the pride of life. They're not of the father. They're of the world. Amen. You can have this attitude where you've got a good, you, 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 you got a good talk, but a bad walk. You don't want to be that kind of person. Amen. You don't want to be that kind of person. you want to to know because you, you, you want to present the Lord correctly because there are some people that believe they are saved amen. but the glory has not shown on them amen they want God and his blessings but they do not want God amen they don't want his life they don't love what God loves They don't like what God likes. Amen. But they want his blessings though. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Adam was pushed out of the garden? God was not going to let Adam enjoy the blessings of God. And still be in sin. He pushed him out of the garden. If the Lord didn't push him out, he'd been hanging around all those fruit trees. Ain't that right? Yes, getting, getting more and more sinful yeah. and more and more fat. But don't you know, and this is something that you have to look at, saints, and I heard Tozer say this, it says, you can lose God amongst his blessings. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God can be blessing you, blessing you, blessing you, and you'll forget God. Amen, and you, you put trust in these blessings That's right. until the Lord shake you up. Yes. If you're a child of God, the glory gonna shake you up yes. and let you see your selfish heart. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. He love you too much to make you let you go to hell and keep acting like you acting. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. He'll step right on in. Amen, and shake you up because the glory makes an impact. The glory makes an impact. And as we see, I know I have to be quiet. I'm on on and on. Amen. I pray that the Lord, amen, will teach us something, amen, from this very passage of scripture. The glory returns. The Lord has come back to his place. He cleaned, he, he sent judgment into Philistia, to the Philistines, and he was cleaning up Israel before he left. Amen. We see Eli's house and we see his two sons and we found out what they were doing. God was cleaning house. They died. Eli, amen, man died in judgment. The ark was taken. God was cleaning house. He was changing things. Said This stuff can't continue on like it is. These are my people and they can't continue to live like this. So he was cleaning house and he comes back into Israel. The glory returns. <clears throat> the attitude still ain't got straight yet. I believe they said that, that was a Levitical town that he came into, Beth Shemesh. Amen. They, they, they knew how they supposed to treat the ark. They knew the glory or the honor that they were supposed yeah. to give to it. But they dishonored it anyway. Amen. They were happy but they were dishonoring God. God said, listen here, I just left a place that dishonored me. Amen. And you would dishonor me. I ain't going to let you get away with it now. I'm going to judge you right now. Seventy men died. Amen. And they said, listen here, who can stand before a holy God like this? Amen. And just like they did in Ashdod, in Gath, and Ekron, they say, we need somebody (laughs) to come and get this ark. Going to the seventh chapter. Amen. They come to get the ark and take it to a place and what do they do? They, they find uh, the priest of God they anoint him Amen. and they prepare him to watch over the ark of the Lord. We have to treat him right. We have to uh, give him proper honor. And then you hear no more about the plague. Did you? You didn't hear no more plagues, did you? The honor was restored. The plague was gone. Now it's time for the people to begin to seek the Lord in the right way. We'll see that later on. You pray for me. Can we give the Lord another hand, praise? Amen.